I'm putting in all these hours every single day, learning these technicals, calling all these people. I'm like, what the hell am I doing this for? Am, am I going to land an internship? You know, am I wasting my time here? The, the more you put in, the more you get out. What is good, everybody? This is Michael Zakan, founder and creator of Our Future. We're a business media brand delivering exclusive insights and career advice to you, the listener, so you can unlock your future. Loving the new tagline. Feels great to say. And today I'm joined by Dylan Hopin. He's an incoming investment banking summer analyst at Cowan. And I'm just so hyped to have you with me today, Hopes. Yeah, I'm hyped, dude. Honestly, I've been following the podcast recently. Let's get the show on the road. To get the show on the road, let's just go back to how you and I met. Uh, we met in kind of the first early days of Michigan. And we've always, yeah. Dylan and I have competed in a few case competitions. We, we, we went from competing in Fortnite to competing in case competitions. You know, just always had that teamwork with us. It was a huge jump, dude. It was a huge jump. When did you identify IB as like a career path you wanted to go into? Obviously, it's a sick job. So originally, I wanted to do consulting. I, I've always just been fascinated by the problem solving aspects of it, using, you know, creative and strategic thinking to come up with solutions for, you know, different problems. But as I kind of got into it, you know, with RAA Group, uh, you know, the, the consulting club I, I helped found at Michigan, I realized that a lot of the work we were doing, it wasn't very tangible, right? It was difficult to really see results materialize as a result of your recommendations. So I felt that I wanted to pursue a more quantitative finance role. Um, and then just building off of that mindset, I chose to pursue investment banking just because, you know, I spoke to a lot of people at Michigan, a, a lot of some of the older people I knew at different schools as well. And I think the best part about the industry is how fast paced it is. It's for people that want to learn a lot, have optionality in their career. And I felt that it'd just be a great stepping stone as an internship. Uh, to Absolutely. Next summer, Absolutely. Know. We all have these ideas about what IB is, you know, people in suits walking up the steps to Wall Street. But what actually is it, bro? What is investment banking and what are you going to be working on this upcoming summer as, a, as an analyst for investment banking? Mm -hmm. On a simplified level, investment banking is essentially just providing advice to companies, helping broker different transactions, help them raise capital, um, either taking them public, you know, through debt issuances as well. There's a lot of different ways in which SPACs, they, little SPAC yeah, action. Exactly. So they basically just act as, you know, front runners, the person by the company's side to help them with their next strategic goal. And as an analyst and intern, you're focusing on a lot of the financial modeling. You're getting a, a good understanding of what goes into evaluation and really developing this quantitative financial mindset um, and, and basically just, you know, doing a lot of Excel and PowerPoint work, getting that hands-on experience. So you can then hopefully bread and butter ladder and, you know, becomes a lot more sales oriented and managerial. Sure. And you don't have to just move up the ladder. A lot of IB guys go and launch startups and kind of yeah. gain this massive network after kind of being in the cut on wall street finance hires, thousands and thousands of interns per year, analysts. What do they do? Are they running the numbers? You putting together Excel tables? Like what is the core yeah. function of all these young people that go to Wall Street? Yeah, so it's a lot of the grunt work. Um, you know, you'll have the managing directors, a lot of the higher people. They're the ones going out winning business, talking to the clients, making deals happen, um, engaging in that broader thinking. Then you'll have the interns and the analysts. Those are the people, you know, building the financial models, putting together that pitch book, presentation, um, sure. You know, putting together all those specific materials while you have the higher up people going out, kind of planning and dying. Yeah. Do, do analysts ever get in front of clients? Is that is that part of it? Yeah. It, yeah, it definitely is for, you know, a lot of the elite boutiques and middle market banks actually have great exposure to clients because it's a very leaner deal team relative to, you know, the traditional bulge bracket banks. 
So they'll often bring in the interns and the analysts into the client meetings for sure. Uh, so how'd you get the ball rolling, man? I mean, how did you, okay, so you're like, okay, I want to work in IB. Okay, so does every other person on this planet. Uh, yeah, was, so how, how'd you go about it? Did you just like, just throw in your applications to all these companies? Did you leverage resources Michigan was providing you? How did mm-hmm. you go about it? So, you know, recruiting during the COVID era, it's, everything's all over the place. You know, the job market's incredibly saturated, very competitive. So I decided I wanted to do IB specifically like June. And people typically start as early as freshman year. You know, they're networking, they're trying to get all these finance internships. But I decided I wanted to do it in June. And I already was behind in terms of the technical knowledge, in terms of reaching out to people, developing that network and relationships. So I basically just, you know, grinded my ass off networking. I would call like at least one person a day uh, at a different bank, try to get in as soon as possible. And there's a lot of different resources online, like the Breaking into Wall Street Guide to learn the technicals. I watch YouTube videos. I would hear people speak about the industry. Um, So that's kind of where I started. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Kind of just getting a feel for everything. Let's talk about when you got on the phone with those people who worked at the company. What kinds of questions were you asking them to show your curiosity, your intelligence, kind of your, your sharpness and your proclivity to succeed in finance? Yeah. So, you know, these people are doing hundreds of networking calls and they don't want to hear the same crap every time. Uh, you know, all these standard questions that people have written down on their notepad, you know, they want creativity, they want uniqueness. So something I would always focus on is I would go on like their LinkedIn page or try to see if we have any sort of common ground, right? Um, a lot of the people I talked to at Cowan played tennis and that's something I'm mean, just, you know, very passionate about. Yeah. I love to play tennis as well. We got to get back at it soon, dude. Once dude we, we definitely will. We definitely yeah, will. We'll run some doubles. I'd love uh, that. I'd love that. Yeah. So like I would hop on the phone, I would mention. Claire Grass, Claire Grass, what you going for? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just these, you know, very casual questions kind of get the ball rolling. Um, and they want to, they want to see that, you know, exactly what you're getting into. Okay. Sure. A lot of people do IB for the wrong reasons you know, whether financially, socially, et cetera. But I would, I would very clearly explain to them, I want to learn as much as possible. I want to grind really hard. And I'm, you know, basically willing to do whatever it takes to break into the industry. And they want to see that passion and determination. So a hundred percent. So, okay. So you have gotten into Cowan, you're an investment banking summer analyst, which is insane. But then there's like what I, from what I've heard, right? Once you get in, you, you then want to get on the perfect team. That suits your yeah. interests. So it doesn't team, stop. It doesn't so what, stop. It doesn't stop. Like you keep having to try and grind your way into the right positions. So what team are you on at Cowan in the investment banking yeah. division? So we just had our group placement calls. I just got into the M&A team. Uh, so I'm going to be focusing on, you know, mergers and acquisitions essentially. Wow. And the cool part about it is that you're a generalist across all industries. So typically people will, um, you know, a lot of the people I've spoken to at least are interested in coverage groups you know, working in technology, industrials, consumer, but I, I wanted to get this diverse breadth of knowledge across all industries. So I chose to do M&A. Uh, thankfully, I got it. And, you know, I'm really excited. Cowan took Nicola public through the SPAC. I Is did. that correct? You've got to have some, you got to have some wherewithal to be able to launch a company like Nicola into the public markets, right? Mm-hmm. It's a risk, right? These companies, a lot of them it don't is. have the technology. It's not quite there yet. You know, it's all in a belief that they'll have something. And, you know, Nicola has had some troubles, but you know, being able to take these these companies public, and especially these companies on the very cutting edge of, of what's going on, takes some gusto. So it seems like you're working yeah. at a great bank. They were the, one yeah. of the first banks on the street to do cannabis, which mm-hmm. is funny because you mentioned to me that they recruited two kids from Boulder. So not a traditional yeah. target school, but Cowan does uh, have a stake in some schools that 
kind of aren't the Michigan, Stanford's, Harvard's, et cetera. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there, there's ways to get into this bank in particular uh, from a lot of different areas and a lot of different schools. Can we just go back to preparing for the interview? So any concrete resources you used? What Was there a study guide online you found? Can you share it with the listeners? Yeah. So I think the most basic one is the Breaking into Wall Street Guide offered by Mergers and Inquisitions. You can kind of get that for free online if you just Google it. Cool. That will have everything you need to know um, on, on a relatively basic level of finance, accounting, you know, the investment banking industry, all of that good stuff. Um, but for me, my biggest fear in an interview was, you know, we would do this 30 minute interview. I would kill it. I would show that I'm a great uh, potential, you know, intern for the team. Then they would ask me this one technical question that I didn't know the answer to, which would throw me off, ruin the whole industry. Sure. Or, or whole, whole interview. Sure. I mean, when you're a good speaker, you're a confident guy. It's easy to just think you can walk into an interview and ace it. Yeah. But when they try and test your knowledge, that's what you have to prepare for. So how'd you go about short, short, shoring that up? For a period of about two to three weeks, I was putting in like seven hours a day, just making sure I know wow. every single technical. I wanted to like go into the interview, you know, ask me any technical you want. I'll be able to take care of it because that, that was my biggest worry, you know, like in a lot of interviews, you can kind of spew, uh, spew your way out of stuff, you know, be all charming and likable. But if you <laughs> fundamentally don't understand, you know, a simple finance technical, you won't, you won't advance. And once you get to the super yeah. day, that's just a check mark. Everyone knows their technicals. So you just got to have that down. Yeah. So, so that, that was all from that guide you found online, you'd say? Yeah, that um, there's a lot of if you just Google, you know, investment banking interview practice questions, there's like thousands of websites where they'll give you so many different questions. You'll get exposure to different levels of thinking, different ways to walk through you know, accounting problems, different you know, financial models you might be making. But I, I would say just cast as wide a net as possible. So that way, you know, every you know, potential area of interview questions they could ask you whether behavior. Give me an example. Give me an example of a technical question so people know what the heck we're talking about. Um, so the most basic ones, just walk me through $10 of depreciation through the three financial statements, you know, explain to me For how sure. a discounted cash flow model works, you know, just basic stuff like that. Yeah. So you really got to dig into the books, really got to do some research, get yourself acquainted with this, this jargon. Yeah. Was it ever hard for you to pick up the Wall Street jargon or is it something you just like get running with? No, it was, it was, it's, it's a language. Really it's a funny. language though. It's like a, it's like yeah. Swahili, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, it's, it's challenging, man. Like it's definitely not easy. There is, it's, it's essentially delayed gratification, right? I'm putting in all these hours every single day, learning these technicals, calling all these people. I'm like, what the hell am I doing this for? Am, am I going to land an internship? You know, am I wasting my time here? But you just got to keep pushing. You got to, you got to learn your stuff. The more hours are, the, the more you put in, the more you get out. As long as you, you know, stick with that mentality, I think, I think anyone can definitely do it. I have a lot of admiration for people going after these really competitive, really rewarding careers. You know, for me, when I put together a great podcast, I can upload it, get a lot of views, get a lot of attention and likes. But for you, you really have to put in this work to a uh, delayed gratification. That's, you know, yeah. for me, I'm a media guy, right? I get a lot of instant gratification. Uh, kudos to you for grinding through the process, believing in yourself and ending up uh, offer in hand. There's so many times it'd be like midnight. I'm just learning these technicals. I'm like, oh my God, like this is just nonsense like what am i learning right now yeah so, but like ah oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely you difficult. stuck you stuck yeah. through it dude that's pretty impressive so looking yeah, back you. let's let's touch on one more thing so a good personal story has been a common theme in all these interviews i've done with students who have sure. landed their dream jobs you know for example michael riley currently uh going to be working at mckinsey 
mm-hmm. he talked about how he was going to be a college baseball player, but pivoted out of that, put his energies into consulting. Ali Reyes had a great story about uh, how she was a foster child growing up and how you know tenacity, hard work, et cetera, aligned her with the investment banking field. How, mm-hmm. how did you advance your personal story through those behavioral conversations you had with people at the company? So through every, um, anytime someone asks me about my story, I wanted to emphasize that I'm someone who's willing to create, you know, just like you, we get more fulfillment out of creating something, you know, leading it and really building it as opposed to just joining something that's existing and kind of operating through those means, you know? So, you know, in high school, I founded my own nonprofit. Um, then once I got to Michigan, I founded, you know, RA group, the consulting investing club, which is the first one to operate based out of Latin America. I kind of, I kind of made it very clear to them that I'm someone who wants to create an impact. And the way you do that in investment banking is understanding the, the framework and the mentality that goes through these deals. I think people won't be successful if they kind of, um, if, you know, someone tells them to do something and they're like, okay, let me just crank out this model, send it to them, whatever. I made it very clear to them when I was interviewing that I want to engage in this high level strategic thinking, understand that rationale and that my whole life has been surrounded by, you know, making things happen. So I think that was very beneficial in, you know, joining investment banking, which the entire industry is about the process of deal making. Looking back on this process, what's your what's your one piece of career advice to a student trying to get a piece of Wall Street? I would say my number one advice is you need to prove that you're two things. First, you need to show that you understand what you're getting yourself into and that you're smart and that you're willing to work very hard. But secondly, and perhaps more importantly, is you got to show that you're personable, you're social, you're likable, and you got to nail those behaviorals down. You you try to focus on all these technical questions. You're like, oh, you know, this is scary. It's difficult to understand. How am I going to learn this? But at the end of the day, they're hiring a person. They're not hiring this robot. So I I would say I would advise people to focus on, you know, the behavioral aspect of the interview. Get your story down. Be very personable and show why they can sit next to you for, you know, maybe 20 hours a day. Well, congrats on your offer, man. Let's do a little cheers or something. I don't know if you got a drink next to you or anything. Uh, sure, I got, I got the Celsius energy drink. Let's do a little cheers right here, bro. Ready? Cheers, my guy. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dylan Hopin, a student at the University of Michigan and an incoming investment banking summer analyst at Cowan on their M&A team. Super proud of him and all his accomplishments. And on this podcast today, he shared some great advice and the mindset you need to land a job in the investment banking industry. As always, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a blast potting with you. If you want to go back and learn from more students who have successfully landed jobs in finance, listen to some past episodes, one with Katie Carbon, who's incoming at Morgan Stanley, and the other with Ali Reyes, who is from the University of New Hampshire and landed into Goldman Sachs. She's incoming there this summer. So if you want more content, we have it for you. Please drop me a review on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot. We're really running up the numbers there. Adds a lot of credibility to the show. And as always, stay frosty. Hope you guys have an awesome week.